Hello, this is Tim Price, and I want to welcome you to the Tim Price Go Harvest podcast, a podcast designed for people who serve in ministry and anybody who else would like to listen. And today I want to talk a little bit about using your regrets to create a better future. Welcome to the Tim Price Go Harvest podcast, where our mission is to equip and encourage ministry leaders. We're so thrilled to have you listening to our podcast, and our prayer is that it will be helpful to you and your teams. If you have any thoughts or questions, feel free to reach out to us at timpriceblog.com. We'd also be honored if you would subscribe and share with others. Heading now to today's episode. Everyone has regrets of some kind. Even though it's popular to have the thought that you're living with no regrets, it's not always healthy to only think of the happy future. Without reflecting, you potentially miss out on some of the insights that will help shape your life in new and beneficial ways. I've gotten this from reading a book just recently by Daniel Pink, The Power of Regret, How Looking Backward Makes Us Look Forward. The author discusses several things that I thought were really fascinating. One of the things is the four different types of regret. And if you think of some of your regrets, they probably fall into one of these four categories. I thought I could share those four categories with you. And then really the gist of this podcast is the three benefits of regrets. If you're interested in this book at all, you can look it up. Daniel Pink, The Power of Regret. You can also go to our blog post, timpriceblog.com. Take a look. There's a link there. You can get a hold of the book, and it is a pretty encouraging and interesting book to read. So number one of the four types of regrets, foundation regrets. These regrets cut deep because there are things that we have done or not done. We look back to earlier points in our lives, and we just wish we would have done things a little differently, such as building the habits of hard work or intentional study, developing a more effective mindset around finance matters or or money and um, just all those things in life, better disciplines, better anything. And the lesson really from the foundation regrets is to start now. Do the hard work now. Much like the ant noted in scripture that it worked hard out of season so it would have plenty in season. We need to think ahead and keep moving forward. Whether or not you have a regret that falls into the foundation regrets, you have to just continue to move ahead. Number two is the boldness regrets. And those have us wondering what our growth or success might have been if we had taken the risk. And the author says that this is the largest of all categories. So what do we do about these boldness regrets, the times that we look back and We're not regretting the fact that we did something, but we're regretting the fact that we didn't do something. We didn't take that step, or we didn't write that book, or we didn't open the business, or start that relationship, or take more control of things going on around us. And so what is the lesson from the second category? We start taking more risks now. We go ahead and start the business. It's never too late to try something that you've always wanted to try. To take the trip, speak up, to learn to play the instrument, to make it happen. Number three for the third category is moral regrets. And these include things you can imagine like cheating and lying and getting in trouble with uh, the law. Anything that would be um, something that you would 
feel bad about your failure to, to live a life of integrity. And the author states that this is the smallest category of regret. The lesson moving forward is that we always do the right thing. And then the fourth category is connection regrets. And these include failed or strained relationships, situations in your, in your life with other people that have become undone or awkward. And the lesson for this type of regret is that we need to go ahead and place the call, make the visit, say what you feel, and push past, past the awkwardness to reach out and start anew. Life is short, and we might as well jump in. So how can thinking about regrets be, regrets be life-giving? How can they help us move forward? Well, here are three benefits from regrets and reflecting on them. Number one, regret can improve our decision-making in the future. I was recently in the, involved in a process of negotiation with someone regarding a particular amount of money. And as I was talking on the phone, I threw out an amount of money that I thought sounded like it would be good. And the person on the other end immediately responded with, I'll accept that. Well, for me, regret almost set in immediately. On one hand, I was thankful that the amount was accepted. But on the other hand, I wondered if I should have started with a different amount. The person accepted too easily. And in the book, he writes that there's these two different types of the mindsets that go into regrets. One idea is that we have this thought, if only... If only I had pushed a little harder or ran a little faster, I would have won the race. Or if only I had started a little bit lower in the negotiation process, I probably would have come out better. Well, then there's the other part that is, the other mindset is, at least. And when we utilize this part of the mindset for regrets, it helps us to feel better about the situation. And then it might be something like this. At least I got the negotiation down a little lower than I would have had to pay otherwise. So if only I had started the negotiation lower, I may have spent less. We often avoid thinking about regret because we go into this at least mode and it helps make the situation better for us, keeps us from being down the dumps. But at the same time, instead of avoiding the regret, maybe we need just to take an opportunity to learn. And that's what I did in my situation. I sort of was reminded again, even though I knew better, that whenever you are in that process of negotiation, you start a little bit lower. So there's room to move. So when we regret making a large impulsive purchase, we might decide in the future, I'm never going to do that again until I have slept on it overnight. And then that helps us avoid getting into the pressure of buying it immediately the next time around. So recognized regrets can help us make better future decisions. Number two, regret can boost performance. Regret can help a person do better and achieve more in the future. And a good example might be the high school student who didn't really study for the quiz, thinking it would be simple after what they had learned. But after failing the quiz, the student kicks herself for not reviewing her notes beforehand. She could have done so much better. It could have been such a breeze. And by the time the next quiz rolls around a couple weeks later, her regret motivates her to study her notes and prepare herself for the quiz. It can boost performance in a lot of areas of life. And then the third regret I'll share right after this commercial. 
Okay, we're back to these three ways that regrets can help us move forward. One, it helps us improve decisions. Two, it can boost performance. And three, it can deepen meaning in our lives. It's not too hard to look back at certain points of our lives and wonder, what were we thinking when that took part? And whether it was the choices we made about our education track or how we used our time or who we spent our time with or the habits we might have picked up or dropped, we can look back and see something that we regret in our lives. At the same time, we can also see how those moments led us to where we are today. So regrets in that way can deepen the meaning in our lives. It might be that we went on a trip that we regretted taking, but in the process of taking that trip and investing the money in it or the time or whatever it was that we regretted, we wound up landing the job that we have today and love. Or we attended a school that didn't turn out like we thought and we regretted the decision to go there. But on the other hand, we wound up meeting our spouse at that school. Or moving to a new city as a grade school student when you were feeling like that was just a terrible time in life. You look back later and realize it led you to becoming a musician and doing that with the rest of your lives. And so regret can really help us to deepen the meaning of our lives. And as a believer, even though this book isn't a Christian perspective book necessarily, as a believer, we know that regret and potential accompanying shame and guilt are covered by the grace and blood of Jesus Christ. And we also know the awesome verse of Romans 8, 28, that, that all things, we know in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who've been called according to his purpose. So our regrets can really and truly become part of our witness and testimony as we praise the Lord for the way that he uses them to grow us and help others through our witness. So I just thought this book was really eye-opening and encouraging. You could pick up a copy, as I mentioned, at uh, wherever you buy your books or, or get them online. The Power of Regret, How Looking Backward Moves Us Forward. You can also visit our website, timpriceblog.com. Take a look at the post, and there's a link in there that you can take a look at. I appreciate you listening, and I'm praying for you and your life and your ministry and trusting that um, you are seeking the Lord and, and moving forward. And I give God thanks for the ways that he helps us to understand that all of life can be, even though it's broken, even though there are times of struggle, can be a beautiful witness to the fact that God takes things that aren't going right and makes them something new. So I hope to see you next time, and thanks again for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Harvest Ministry, and we are seeking team members. Since 1996, Harvest has had a mission to serve as a worship team for children in youth camps, conferences, retreats, and worship services around the Midwest. Over 300 young adults have served through Harvest Ministry, and we currently have openings for our summer team. If you are a guitar player, drummer, keyboardist, bassist, vocalist, worship leader, or tech person, we would love to talk with you. Ministry-minded young adult musicians can visit harvestministryteams.com and hit the Teams tab to learn more.